Oh, I hope you're ready for this one. The uh, special, special edition this Tuesday. June 9th, special edition of The Lee Podcast. Hey, Lee, we've got company. I love company. We, How you doing, boys? Hey, How you doing? Sinatra. Good morning, Big Sip. Or no, no, no. Good afternoon. Good morning. Good afternoon. Yeah, good afternoon. Yeah, yeah. This, exactly. is, this is different, isn't it? Yeah. No rules, it's no different. commercials, no nothing. We just rack you it and You can talk and, the way you talk. Yeah. And, yep. and, no, and no Big Al. No Big Al. <laughs> no, no, oh, he'll appreciate oh, come that. Come on now. Uh, and, and no, uh, yeah, no nothing. And, and you can talk the way you normally talk. So what would you like to talk about, Sip, as, as the, uh, the new guy on board? You know what I just found out about, Lee? We are not having a birthday party for Sip next year on his 60th birthday. He does not want a party. I didn't yeah. have one either. I know, but he really doesn't want to have one. Will you help me uh, put it together for him? Because he no, doesn't want we're not one. Sure. We're not. Oh. You know, let's, just, let's just take him somewhere. And, and <laughs> we can him. go have a nice dinner. I have no problem with that. I just do not want like a repeat of that freaking Denise bullshit. <laughs> oh, that's right. <laughs> oh, that's right. You had a surprise party. I had two yeah. of them back to back, and freaking buddy got stuck with the bill. Oh, God. Oh, no, wait. You had it. So that's right. She, uh, did, did you ever hear the story about how, how, what she did, Lee? The bacon was good. <laughs> yeah. The bacon. Yeah. yeah. No, she had that surprise party for Sip at sunset. And then, and then she kept ordering food and she didn't pay for it. Buddy got, well, it Buddy a, actually she, she paid a, for the party. There's no doubt about it. Yeah. I mean, I didn't find out until three years later when you, yeah. let, when you told me. Yeah. No. Yeah, that's but that's funny. He wouldn't say anything. Mm-mm. No, I mean, you know, that's you know, that's why you know, I take care of what you know, I do. I want to do the right thing for his uh, for Gio, uh-huh. and I'll do the same thing for uh, his little girl when she's born in the next couple of weeks. That's awesome! Oh my god, that, that, that is soon, right? It's July. Yeah. Hey, man, that's yep. I, I'll tell you, he's happy I, as I, hell, and that Gio is as cute as could be. But man, I, all the power to him. I. Do not think I could be in that position right now. <laughs> that's for sure. Oh my god! Wow, wow. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, that's okay. Yeah, that's good He'll be good. Oh, he's great. Lee, you got you, you'll have grandkids coming one day. But man, oh man, Lee, you don't want to be. Could you imagine having to deal with, a, with your own diapers? No. no. Oh my god. No. I don't think that's going to happen in my life, Sip. No. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, what, that, uh, oh, you, you're going to have grandchildren for sure, but grandchildren. Uh, maybe. Well, you don't think you'll have grandchildren? You know that that'll be fun. You oh, know, yeah. uh, out, our, out of four, I'll get I'll get grandchildren yeah. from some of them. Yeah, now I got four yeah. of them. Now, uh, yeah. our, our buddy Super Trooper Will, you know, he just had a grand grandbaby. He's I a, know. I congratulated him the other day. He's a new grandpa. Yeah, yeah. man. Yeah, he's been working his ass off. <laughs> he's all over the place. I wonder if he's going to be grumpy with the kids. Oh, he's going. Nah, I mean, he'll be great with those kids. He's sure. Kidding. That's yeah. what you do. Now, now, did you guys, either of you guys know your grandparents? Yeah. I knew all of my grandparents. Well, no, all but one. Me, same, same as me. Like, I, I knew all but one. I, I knew, I'm very fortunate. I knew all my grandparents and three of my great-grandparents that I knew. And, yeah, I, and I knew my, and I had my great-grandmother. How about you, Lee? Any great? I, I, I knew, let's see, great-grandparents. I knew one, two great-grandparents. I did. I mean, I, my my I knew my great grandmother, so I drove my great grandmother around. 
I was 16 years old driving her around. How awesome is that? And that's and yeah. she was she was the best. It's like she was awesome. She, I I cannot picture her without a cigarette in her mouth. And she used to play cards. They used to play cards every freaking uh, every fucking I can't say every what did time. You play? Oh, I don't know what they play. Gin. Uh, uh, gin, gin, gin I think they played gin. I think that's what it was. Yeah. And and they always played. She always had a cigarette. Kent. She smoked Kent cigarettes. My yeah. mother smoked Kent for years. My dad smoked Kent. <laughs> my that? mom was a lark. She was a lark lady. Oh, your mom was. Oh a, my god. I don't think my mom smoked. But I think my grandmother smoked lark. Oh no, my grandmother smoked Carlton. Carlton. So, and my I grandfather my was a quit. cigar smoker. I think my my mother quit one day. She just goes, I'm not smoking anymore, and never smoked again. Good for her. That was when she was 89, but... Yeah. No, I'm just <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I know a lot of yeah, people who smoke one, quit one day. You know, my, my mother did that, too. She, yeah. she just put them down one day, and that was the end of it. Yeah, my mom was, like, I think 40 or maybe turning 40, and she just said, I'm never smoking again. For her. For, I, I remember when I quit one time. I, I, I just woke up in the morning as so I was living in a high rise. I woke up and I just threw the, a pack of cigarettes. I was coughing and I said, I am yeah. fucking done. And I took them, I crumpled up the cigarettes, I threw them out the window of the 18th floor. <laughs> and, and I was able, they, they landed on the roof, like, like the awning, you know, on top of the awning over the, uh, uh, the front of the building. And I used to look at those things every day and be like, Oh man, maybe I do want those, <laughs> but that was but that was it. I quit, and, and then I didn't smoke. Now, for now my 10 grandfather, years. he he smoked from the time he was, I think he was six. He said he was like, like that little was, Indonesian kid. <laughs> yeah, well, he was. He was he was Greek, you know. He came yeah. over on the boat. I don't know how old he was, but he was yeah. smoking from the time he was six, and he smoked until the day he died. And he was ninety three. He had been hit by a bus when he was eighty six. Whoa! And he died in his sleep. He smoked a couple cigarettes every day, drank real thick coffee, and had like two Budweisers every night. Good for him. And that's what he did. Oh, Good. And he lived to ninety-three or something. He was a neat man. He was. He was a that, cool guy. Uh, see, now he'd be a great story. That'd be a great he, story. He was very, like very quiet. Had yeah. a. I think he's the one sip. I don't. I don't know the the full validity of this, but I was told they were the first restaurant in America to have pizza. How long has pizza been in the U.S.? Oh, my God. Lombardi's, right? Brought it to New York. Patsy's and Lombardi's in the 1800s. Okay, forget it then. This was this was after World War II. So, but it may be D.C. They brought it back to D.C. and they made pizzas. No, Lom- Lombardi's, Lombardi's is, uh, is the one that's recognized as the first pizzeria in the States. And that came in 1905. Okay, and that's still, still family run, still family run, right? Yes, I think it is. It, now we were just, God, so. man, you know what? How sad is that? I was just by that. When I say I was just by that place, that was in March. I walked. Yeah. It's right on the corner of Spring and uh, was it Mobile? Is it Mo- Mott Street? Right. Yep. Now Grimaldi's was another old one, but they they lost. Uh, you know that that got sold or something happened and became a mess afterwards. That was the joint we were looking for that night when Grima- we were with uh, JJ. Grimaldi's? Yeah, we were looking for Grimaldi's in Brooklyn oh. and Lee went to go see uh, uh, oh my god 
Alex. 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 Yeah. We went to see Alex. Right. We were staying in that apartment in Brooklyn. Nope. Not the not the uh, one where Buddy uh, put the nipples on the uh, statue, <laughs> uh, but the other one when we got on the bus, and that was the night we ended up getting uh, 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 food at the cheesecake joint. Was that was that Park Slope where we oh. stayed? Was that the one? Not Park Slope. We stay in the uh, Park Slope. Park Slope is where Norman was afraid to go out to the no, 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 that was Crown Heights. Park Slope. Crown Heights. You're right. Yeah, yeah. yeah right. Park yeah. Slope was just us and and JJ, I think, and Buddy. Correct. Yeah, it was fun. Yep. Yeah, that was fun. That's when we went. Was that yeah, when we went to Junior's Cheesesteak? We got kicked out of there at night. Yeah, that was that was a we fun night. For Grimaldi that night, but yeah. they were closed. You're you're at now. I absolutely remember that. Now yeah. I do. Now we've you know what, I don't think we've ever been cream cheese and the deodorant. Oh God, that was funny. Oh remember when, God, remember yeah. when I put that cream cheese in his deodorant? That was, that yeah, was the I place that smelled like Indian food. No, that was a different place. That was the place in, in that was the place where Buddy put the uh, the nipple. The, uh, okay, what was, we we, we stayed was there. Town? We stayed there twice. We stayed at this place, the Airbnb, and they had an African statue. And Buddy took a, a milk dud and 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 made a nipple <laughs> out of it and put it on the statue. And then we stayed back at that place a year later, and the nipple mm-hmm. was still there. That's right. Oh, that's it was hilarious. Right. <laughs> that was in Clinton. Hey, that was in Clinton. Speaking of nipples. Oh, my God. The Jerry I'm, story. Oh, my God. What the hell was that? I, I was uh, with my daughter in the car getting <laughs> Anthony's for breakfast. Yeah. Oh, my God. And, Anthony's opened up. I had one yesterday. Yeah. Oh, I've, I've eaten there almost every day. And I had to turn it off. What, why? I'm sitting with my 17-year-old daughter, and you, Jerry comes on talking about his daughter's no. nipples or something. <laughs> I was like, this is way too uncomfortable for me. What Jerry nipples. said is he meant to say, he, he was he was drunk, <laughs> and he meant to say to Abigail, um, you know, you got cute dimples. And he said, you know, you got cute nipples. <laughs> it was horrible. You know, he was with Donnie, Donnie Maloney from the Rangers. Oh, oh yeah, I God. didn't. I didn't know who he was with. He said he was somebody from the Rangers. Oh, Don Maloney. Gotcha. Yes. gotcha. Don Maloney. All right. Don what, Maloney. I meant to, what I meant to say was, what? please pass the butter. Yeah, right. <laughs> Instead, <laughs> I, you bitch, you ruined my life. <laughs> no, but that was hilarious when he said that. We were. He told. Uh, I was with uh, Alvin Michelle Grasso. He told that story. It was hilarious. Oh my God, that was so I, uncomfortable. Yeah, you know, you got cute nipples. <laughs> <laughs> And Jerry, she, she looked. Uh, she looked over at me. And she goes, "Did did he just say that about his daughter?" <laughs> and I said, well, "It sounds like it." And I turned it off right away. Oh, that's terrible! You missed a good part of the and, show. That's funny. And literally, literally, I got three text messages. Oh, that's from, so funny. From uh, somebody in New York and two people here, and I said, "Is that guy really your friend?" <laughs> <laughs> And you just sent back, I don't judge. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I was like, what the hell? Oh he say, he makes crazy. some comments. I, I love Jerry, but, boy, he makes some comments that you have to look at. Jerry, did you really just say that? Uh, and and he, he has an unusual affection for Big Al. Yeah, that he does. Yeah, I, I, don't, I don't get that. I, I don't either. He, 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 and he, I think it's legit. I think he truly just likes Big Al. And oh, Big Al, to me, oh, I like Big Al. So, I mean, I'm, no, I'm no. not saying it is judgmental. I'm just saying it's really funny how – how he, how he is about that. Lee, we, we all like Big Al. Jerry loves Big Al. He's infatuated. He is, yeah. Yep. yep. He wants to have an affair with him. Oh, God. It, it's it's crazy. Crazy. 
Why he is definitely he's definitely a half a pig. <laughs> you know, I can only think of one sentence when you start talking like that, and I won't repeat it on air. Okay. Yeah, he's a yeah, he's a half a yeah, he's a half a fag. That's what you he know said. who we're Some talking sense. about. Yeah, he's talking yeah. about Jerry. <laughs> no, yeah, yeah, we're talking about Jerry. So, uh, well, so, so this is a fun afternoon. This is a fun more. Uh, yeah, I'm sitting uh, here having a spiced rum, and you know, in my office. Yeah, my boys do the work. And I'm driving through Ocean City, looking at everybody not socially distanced. Uh, Ocean City, Ocean City. I'm sorry, I don't really cuss that much. It's a clusterfuck down here. Yeah, I, I gotta tell you, it's uh, and it was a very, it's, they it's, been a tiring, it's been a tiring ten ten days. Uh, you know, with crowds and you know impropriety. I'm sure it has. Now, Lee, we uh, Sip and I were talking earlier before we before we talked with you. We were talking about helping you out. Sip had an idea to help you out with your cigarette butts. And we suggested the same thing. We're all on the same page. Why don't you just put a sprinkler in there? That's all. Well, I might. That's not even. It's just. It's way deeper than that because even today. I I was on the phone with City Hall today. And we we actually had a discussion uh, with one of the city manager. Okay. And I I just said, look, all you've done. because Because I watched it today. And it's a very it's a very minor thing with what's going on here. So I, I you know I understand the trivial part of this. You know it's like we've got we've got bigger way bigger issues. Of course. But I think sometimes but sometimes sometimes I think the small issues they expand to bigger issues. So what you do it's you know you get rid of these little things that you know escalate and and you get you know it, it, the you just change things. I don't know how to explain it. It's uh, sometimes the little things add up to big things. Yes, they do. You just and, explained it. You know, I watched. I, I did watch the police go over to a group of kids. Kids, I mean, under thirty. So let's just say, you know, not kids, um, sitting on the seawall smoking cigarettes. And the police officer was kind enough. You know, didn't give him a ticket. Just said, "Look, you have to go over here. You can't be on the boardwalk." That person and his friends walked from the seawall to the railing at the ramp and sat on there and smoked. No different distance from the boardwalk, mind you. Zero yeah. difference. And yeah. actually more encumbered the ramp because now yeah. people walking up had to walk through two people sitting on opposite sides of the railing smoking cigarettes. And I really think it's that unintended consequences and the it's just illogical what you're, what you've done is you've created by stopping the cigarette smoking, and look, I'm I'm an advocate for no smoking. Right. Um, but by making it no smoking on the boardwalk, you've created smoking lounges, and right. you've you've condensed it and it's it's thing. But anyway, so we talked to the city, and we're gonna I'm gonna keep working on it because uh, you know my nerves. What are you afraid, thinking? So. <laughs> what do you what do you think the answer is in your mind? May I suggest the night took off? No, no, <laughs> no, you can't no. do that anymore. <laughs> you can't no, do that anymore. Yeah, but um, John Wayne is coming next week to help fix it. I know John Wayne's coming. He's coming, and okay. uh, I'm trying. I'm working on some hotel. Did he talk to you about hotel rooms? Sip? No, he did not. But okay, I'm working on it. For, I'm we're all going We did talk about getting together for dinner, yes. either at the Tiki Bar that I just built, or if oh, uh, Hogan, that'd be awesome. if Hogan, yeah. So. I mean, weather's good. We go to Tiki Bar. If not, I believe Hogan's going to open us up tomorrow for yeah, uh, I think so. Friday. 
and okay. uh, we could go into why they did. Stupid if they didn't, man. He, he, well, I hear he's yeah. under. I hear he's under a lot, a lot of pressure, and I heard he got really dressed down by uh, the controller. Yeah. Oh, Peter well, Francho yeah, is that the controller? Point, you know. Yeah. Yeah, Python. I heard he. I heard he made him an offer he can't refuse. Oh. Yeah, I like those offers. It works. That's yeah. the way things get done. So, um, can can we uh, share the information about your tiki bar? Is this like? Uh, I mean, can we talk about this new thing? Because we were touching on it a little bit on the air today, but we didn't. I know. Can we say it or not? It. No. Nah, I want to wait. Right. I want to okay. wait two more weeks. All right, and I won't say a word. Okie dokie. Yeah, I will keep my mouth shut. We're going to wait two more weeks. Got it. Yep. All right. Yep. I think it's excellent. So now, is uh, is there a plan in place for Hogan to talk tomorrow? Do we hear this? To make this yeah. announcement? Yeah, he's doing his his uh, Wednesday conversation he's going to have tomorrow, according to uh, all the sources. Oh. Uh, hey Lee, but I I, I, I yeah. kind of like the name what Sip just said the Wednesday conversation. You know, if we can commit to a Wednesday Sunday conversation for the Lee podcast, I'll, I'll commit to anything. You got me. I've got like two spice drums with me. Yeah, I'm okay. good for anything. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're drinking spice drum. I, I just opened up a I just opened up a can of Schlitz beer. Did you? I, I did. sent you the. You want one of those posters? No. What posters? No. You know. The ones I sent you the pictures of the Schlitz. I've got. No, a, no, I've got. I'm not that kind of guy. I'm not like a poster hanging guy. Yeah. My friend owned the, the Schlitz Inn in the Bronx. It was the best German food around. He only served Schlitz beer. Wow. Hey, do we, do we it, have a it, German place it, here? It, Where, where's the closest German food here? Probably DC. We don't have any. Yeah, a friend I, of mine, Lyle, oh, Lyle, that passed away, Holmstein, who. Uh, yeah. Yeah. You've heard me mention before, Fred's buddy, when uh, it was uh, Lyle's wife's birthday and Fred's wife's birthday, they brought in this German caterer in from uh, from 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 D.C., and it was unbelievable. Uh, They're no, great bakers, uh, by the way, these Germans. I oh, had, yeah. uh, Ger- Germany is great. But that, that's a great, you know. I mean, obviously, it they is get now. It is now. They, Let's put the copy Yeah, out. yeah. They they get a bad rap for what happened back in the day in well, the 40s. But it was. But you know what? The people there are, are more embarrassed of the whole thing. You know, they're ashamed of it. Well, of course. Um, well, just like we, by, the, you know, by the way, they, they earned that rap. Oh, yeah, yeah. They, they did. They did. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, they did. But it's if you go there and visit, it's a. Uh, have you been there, Sip? To, to uh, Normandy? Ger- yeah. No, Germany. No. Okay. It, it it's a it's a great it's a great country. It really is, and the people are awesome, and their German food is, it's good. You know, there's a, we were gonna go on our, our last New York trip. We were gonna go to that place. Uh, uh what's the place over on is it on First Avenue? The German place. Up? Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, on uh on Third Avenue. Third, third. Okay. Yeah, on the east the, side. The one that's upstairs. Yep, that's upstairs. upstairs, around the corner from where the farm was. That's it. That's the joint. It was good, man. I, I went there with Nancy one night. It was really good. It was fun. It was, uh, yeah, I had never been in the place. It's, it's and uh, it's always really beautifully decorated for Christmas on the outside. And then yeah. we were, I thought we, we just never got there. No. Well, that's what happens with a lot of our uh, adventures. Hey, are we even going on an adventure next year? I mean, we, we, uh, we don't we know better, what's we going better on. Be. We got to go yeah, on an adventure. Yeah, we're going back to D.C. I don't think that guy's going to have us. I can't get a response from that guy. And there's not a lot of houses. There's not a lot of places that'll deal with twelve people. 
I got to tell you. Yeah. And Norman got by far the best room. That safari room? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he, you know what? (laughs) He he, he cooked his way to the top, but, uh, you know. Yes, he did. But, uh, yeah. He did. Lee got the. He called me before. He was so upset he missed the call from Z Man. Oh. Z Man called the other day. Yeah, he called me too. I I told you, Sip. What a great guy, man. Yeah, he's awesome. You know, and think about I gotta that. You, I got to tell you, and yeah. I don't, I don't know what it is, and it, this is certainly not a complaint in the least, but I seem to get the worst sleeping arrangements in all the places we go to. I slept on a mushroom. <laughs> the bed I had in D.C. was a hammock. It was like basically it was a half of a frame, and it was leaning over. I, I don't know what it is. I think I get there late. I, 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 you know what? One thing, uh, I think J.J. was sleeping on mushrooms too one night. <laughs> yeah, he was. It's a different kind of mushroom. Where did, you get a, where did you get a hammock? In D.C., John Wayne and I split a room. Oh, and I had oh, a bed oh. by this window. You're right. And You're... this thing, it was like a half a frame. Like the springs were under. Uh, and I was, and I didn't care. I mean, yeah. it's, yeah, hell, no, I, yeah, that was... I don't know when I'm going to bed anyway. That's true. It doesn't matter. That's true. Um, and I slept on the sofa. Like Buddy and I and JJ split the sofas that one night. That's when it's. But that's okay. I was on the bottom floor, and there were other people way up on the top floor. So I was good on the bottom. That, that is true. God, yeah. do you guys remember? How about the way we fucked with Foodie and Michael in that elevator that one time? That was a terrible trip for they, that. That was terrible. Oh, we had it was a five story place, right? And they had the top floor, and they had an elevator, <laughs> and, and the elevator, and and, and and you had to close the door so they can call the elevator. So <laughs> JJ every day would, or it was Brian or JJ, both of them, they would call the elevator down and then keep the door open <laughs> so Foodie and Michael had to walk down. Oh, that was while terrible. They their food, while they ate all their food out of the refrigerator that's <laughs> that they true. were trying to take back. That's true, too. It was, that was a rough trip for them. Good, we've had some good trips. Oh, we've had some great trips. You know, those those trips are so much fun. And it the started two, the, it, it started out with our, our little group, and look what happened. Right? That thing, it, you know, Lee, you were there right at the beginning. I missed the first one. It, the first one wasn't even a trip. It was me, Sip, you still there? I think he hung up. Sip? I think we lost no, him. No, we probably lost him. It was me, Sip, and Buddy the first time we went right. there. And we went there to go to the um, – we went to go to Rayo's. That's the reason we went. Right. That's what it was. Yeah. And and the we, three, we, we, the three of us – we, we went to Burberry's to return the goddamn chinchilla no, scarf. No, but, <laughs> but the, reason, the reason that we went was because – Sip, you had a reservation at Rayo's standing on a Thursday night. And Buddy yep. wanted to go, and we decided, hey, guys, let's just do something different. We'll get an Airbnb. I'll broadcast from there the next day. We'll go out for dinner. And we showed up, at, and uh, we went to Rayo's, and they were closed because of that giant snowstorm. Yep, had a blizzard. And he had a, yep, and they closed it down. And then I think the next year, I, I think it was – it was the fight at the Barclay. I think it was Lee and J- and JJ. Yeah, it, was, it was the fight. It was the fight at the Barclay Center. We're going to go right. to a fight, and we yeah. went to Puro's. Right. Yeah. 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 We which did. Which was amazing. I remember that's the first. That was an amazing dinner. Yeah. Uh, it, yep. it was a great place, and that's when we got yeah. in the limousine and Sip almost killed the guy in the limo. Well, I was gone for that. Yeah. Yeah. You didn't go to the fight. We went to the fight. <laughs> And, and Sip got in the front seat. He said, you're going to fucking listen to me. I'm telling you which way to go. He goes, don't go that way. <laughs> and then the limo caught on fire. 
my God. You know what I miss the most about the trips, though? What? You got, we got to rent a van. Yeah. So Sip's in the passenger seat and JJ's driving because that is truly oh. some of the best entertainment there is. It is. It is. And it is fun. And, and, and is you know, fun. and Sip doesn't even realize what he's doing. Like two seconds. He'll be like, turn here. How the fuck you, how, how fuck you miss that? How the fuck you miss that turn? I told you to turn. <laughs> Sip, the front of my car was already up to that place, and I had to switch over a lane, and you and JJ were the, the two of you guys should make a TV show. And, and, oh. and Sip, I got to tell you, Bulldog, Bulldog and I, for years, this has been going on, because, you know, we did the stickers one year on the Oh, truck. my God. That was, I have those pictures there, Clark. Well, mm. let me tell you, the next year, we had looked at getting, and you had to buy the premium package for the trip. We were going to do oh, yeah. full-on suits, track suits, and gold necklaces, mm-hmm. and they were going to be embroidered like OC New York and OC yeah. NYC. Yeah, and we were going to all dress the same. You, Bulldog, yeah. me, buddy, all of us dressed oh, all my the God. same. Mm. My my boy what happened? Got, well, I, you know what? It just it kind of felt. I think there were some issues with people coming, and we weren't sure where we were going. And my boys even had the Adidas shoes down to the size. They said, okay, I can get a 10, I can get a 15, I can get this. Oh, my gosh. Uh, And and we would have been walking down Arthur Avenue. Hey, Bobby and his boys. Look at the Bobby and the boys. Yeah. How you doing? doing? We would embarrass you. Uh, How are are things? Everyone would have loved it. Yeah. How are things on Arthur Avenue? Lebanese and Italian. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> they walk into a bar. Yeah, right. Sip, how's uh, how's Arthur Avenue? They're what? Everything's good on Arthur Avenue. The Bronx, though, is the hardest hit of all the boroughs for mm. the uh, really COVID. Yeah. Huh? Mm. Surprise. Yep. Yeah. I mean, do they get a lot of international travelers? That seems to be no, not like Manhattan. Do, do they, people the, go to the, the issue? The, the issue is a lot of uh, pe- in, ur- in urban in urban setting, a lot of people living close to each other. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Sure. Well, that and is. Now, have you heard more about these spikes going like in Pennsylvania and our surrounding areas? Has anybody heard about this? Uh, only so only kind of from on you. No, I've heard it's on an uptick. Really? Well, I haven't. I haven't heard that. You know, well, unfortunately, open up, go for it. Well, what you're hearing, you know, uh, the you know everything's been drowned out. Over the last few, you know, in the last since Memorial Day, since the uh, unfortunate death of that George, yeah, that wasn't even it, that was a murder. Yeah, it, but that was a murder. All right, we're gonna get into that this was thing. a murder. You're right. Lee. I agree with you, That's Lee. It was guy. it was terrible, and he's gonna go do time for it. And you know, I, I have a. Uh, I hope you guys tune in tomorrow because Casanova Ace is gonna join us, and he has a hell of an opinion as a uh, a very outspoken black man. He's gonna speak to us about this. And uh, I, I think it's interesting what he has to say, you know. And just like that Candace yeah. Owens who spoke up about it. And, it, it, you know, she was like, hey, quit. Did you see the funeral for this guy today? They're treating this guy, George yeah. Floyd, like MLK. And he's not. I'm, I mean, I, I, I can't say anything because I'm white. I know that. But, my God, man, he is not MLK. No, no, Bulldog, but you have to you have to look at this, and this is this he's is the symbol. I get it. I get it. He's a, well, he's an incident greater than himself, well, and, and that was that was a horrific, horrific. I agree. Use murder. use of power I, I, and murder. And you know what? Nobody that I've talked to has said anything other than that. We all agree with that. Everybody, something needs to be done. This and that, but. 
on saying what they what they did for George Floyd. Uh, well, listen to Casanova Days tomorrow. I can't really talk about it. Yeah, or, I mean, or you really, you really want to have him? I could, uh, I could bring him into this podcast today, and we could really have some fun. Whatever you want. I told you, I, you got me today. Oh, do you want to? Wednesdays, hear, right? It's Wednesday. Do you do you want to hear what he has to say, gentlemen? You want to hear Sip? I mean, uh, yeah, can, sure. Do you, I mean, I'll listen. Do you, oh, I'll certainly uh, listen. Oh listen. my god! I, I'm oh, curious. I could. Okay, let me add him. Hold on. Casanova A's. Yo. All right, hold on. Ace, you are you are now part of a podcast, Ace, a different podcast. This is the what I call the Lee podcast. Do you remember Lee from uh, the surf shop? Yep. Okay. Yeah, he did a, he did a rap for us. A really good uh, rap. Okay. Oh, so I got I got Lee, we do this, and then Big Sip. I don't think you ever met Big Sip from Touch of Italy, but you would love him, Ace. And well, I know. All right, now, now we got to talk nicely here. No, actually, we don't. You can say whatever you want, but uh, we started getting down the path, Ace, of this uh, George Floyd thing, and I said you have a very strong opinion about this. Again, these are no FCC rules. Say whatever you want. Okay, well, I'm well, Wait, wait, wait. Don't uh, yell. Wait, Ace, don't yell because it's uh, the volume. It's all right. Up. Um, okay. Okay, you got you to gotta specifically ask me a question about it because – I don't want to go on a rant. What specifically do you want me to tell you? Uh, well, specifically, first of all, how, is there? Do you have a clearer phone? It, it's not yeah. clear. Call me on the number I gave you. Oh, I don't still have that number. That was a long time ago. All right. All right. Uh, all right. Uh, all right. Uh, stay close. Let's start over. Let me text you the number to call me on. <laughs> okay. All right. Te- okay. How about te- that? Yeah. How's that? All right. Te- text is that me. better? Oh yeah, that's better. Okay, yeah. So, so we All started right. ta- we started talking about this thing with um, with uh, George Floyd and right. Sip. I don't know what what did you say, Lee? What did you say? And then I want to hear what Ace says. Well, why were you what Ace said? It was horrible. Yeah, the guy was murdered. Was murder, man. The guy right. was murdered. We all agree with that. Yes. Okay. But even Ace, you were talking about the funeral today. Okay, yeah, what I was saying, all right, now let me uh, see if I can put this in the perspective of the way I see it. I mean, and uh, uh, um, a disclosure, I'm not speaking for any organization. I'm not speaking for all black people. I am speaking for Casanova A's here. Let's, let's get that right before I even say anything. Okay. And I'm sure if certain people heard my perspective, they would vehemently, violently, yelling, yellingly disagree with me, but I really don't care because I don't think I'm wrong. Now, we are dealing with a systemic problem with black people that's been going on since the civil rights movement. You know, for some reason, whatever reason, the police like almost declared war on the African American community, especially those that they stereotype to be thugs and be criminals with them, you know, not doing anything thuggish or criminalistic, just the way they look or the way they dress or their pants hanging down or whatever, which, on a side note, brothers, your pants should never be hanging down. I don't know who started that. I don't know why. I don't know why so many young African-American guys think that's a good look, but it's not. 
I mean, three quarters of y'all don't even wear goddamn underwear. Why you got your your pants hanging down? And the ones that are wearing underwear, your underwear dingy. I just, you, you, can you ever hear your mom say, wear clean drawers in case you got to go to the hospital? Well, but you ain't going to the hospital. You walking up and down the damn street, huh? <laughs> That's I heard that every day of my life from my grandmother. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. But I, I guess we didn't get that memo because you got a lot of us assholes walking around showing our drawers anyway. And we even got clean drawers. <laughs> okay. But it shouldn't be punishable by death. No, no, it's, no it should no, not. No, should no, not. I'm getting to that. Yeah. No, it it, it 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 should not be punishable by death. And um, and I don't know why I don't know this chick's name because I've been watching this damn video. Candace Owens. Candace Owens. Candace Owens. No, 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 no. Oh, I'm not even talking about Candace Owens. You mean Atticus? <laughs> no, 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 no. The heavy set black chick. That took six minutes, cussed everybody out, and now she's famous. What? Which one's that? The one that said, okay, we need to burn Target down, and we need to burn down the NFL Hall of Fame because we had a social contract. They broke the contract. Now we need to burn everything down. I didn't hear and, that. Uh, oh, man. <laughs> one of the most famous videos out right now. And I'm not talking about among black people. I think what they're showing this on every channel. They just had her on TMZ not an hour ago. I, I, I watched it. I see what you're saying. Uh, yeah. uh, AJR. AJR. I don't know who that is. Wait, what is this? No. AJR no, burned she, down the house. That's a song, Lee. <laughs> no, a no, no, no. She, she was talking about yeah, that's a song. I'm out of it. She was like, uh, uh, no, okay, what she, what, she, what she said was, and this totally rubbed me the wrong way, and I'm going to get to it all. Okay. She said, uh, we burning down, uh, burn Target down because it's in our neighborhood, but it's not our Target, and burn down the NFL Hall of Fame because that don't belong to us either. All right, let's stop right there. This is what she said. It, it's going to catch up to you guys because you can't get away from it. It's like the most famous video out and i'm like i'm like look 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 here <laughs> i want to say so bad when i'm not say I'm it. Like, all right look say here it. number one look, look here bitch <laughs> yeah go ahead say <laughs> look, it look here bitch <laughs> first of all no you don't own the target and it may not be our target but then again dummy it is our target because that's where we shop at if you burn down Target, and I have said this since the Rodney King incident back in the 90s where I got my free TV until I woke up and realized what the fuck I was doing wrong, you burn down the Target around the corner from your house, where the hell y'all ask them buy bread at Monday morning? Mm. Got that right. I mean, and I said this on both of It's just like, okay, somebody do something to me. I'm mad now, so I'm gonna walk out and I'm walk outside my house, burn it down, and say, "What the fuck you made me do?" Okay, are you talking about? Are you talking about Kimberly Jones? Is that who you're talking about? That's the girl, Kimberly Jones. Okay, right. Uh, Yeah, I'll have to watch. Kimberly, if you listen, I'm talking to you. I understand you being mad. I understand. I'm mad too, but the destruction of property does not solve anything. It only makes matters worse. Yeah. 
up when the smoke cleared and, and, and everything was all settled down and your ass calmed down, when you looked, you done destroyed your own goddamn shit. And for what? what and then after that, what does it change? What have you changed? What have you done? I can tell you one word. Nothing. Yep. You're right. Now, let's get let's get to Mr. George Floyd. Okay, Mr. George uh, Floyd, yeah. Uh huh. Hey, before before we go to George Floyd, could I interrupt for one second here? And uh, uh, yep. Sip, you you and Lee will both appreciate this. Uh, while I was looking for that story, Michael Jordan just caught a big ass blue marlin in a three million dollar fishing tournament. How about that? Yeah. Wow. Now, now that's that cool. That is a constructive way of a black man spending his time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you want to hear a funny I think story? That man can it, spend his time any way he wants. It, so, <laughs> so right. how, and you know what? Yeah. For those of y'all that want to be mad at Mike, be mad at me too because I didn't catch no Marlin, but my fat ass is in Florida by the damn pole watching all you people. <laughs> <laughs> your damn so, so uh, Ace, you don't know this, but Michael Jordan, he was down in Ocean City last year for a big fishing tournament, <laughs> and, mm-hmm. and he was sitting there. And, and, you know, of course, he had all the fans out there, and, and they were just, like, trying to get pictures. And Michael turned to him. He said, what's the matter? you never seen a black man fish before? <laughs> that was pretty funny. <laughs> yeah, good, good sense of humor. Yeah, that was good. Uh, oh, well, you know what? To be honest, you don't see very many of them. I mean, we bought, we on the side of the creek, but you don't see very many on a $3 million yacht. No, just no. Just chilling back with our fishing pole. That's, that's, that, that, you don't see many people doing that. All right, so back to George Floyd. Go ahead. I mean, interrupt. Go ahead. First off, I'm looking at this funeral, and and um, I changed the channel, but I, I, I wound up looking at my television, and I could not get away from it. It was on CBS, NBC, ABC, CNN, MSNBC, CNB, and I'm looking at me, and I'm looking like, why? Hmm. Why? Okay, what happened to him was a tragedy. Yes, I get it. I'm pissed off by it. But George Floyd is on TV like he is a fucking black Kennedy. This man ain't gave one I drink I, 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 I have a dream speech. He ain't reached one, teach one. He didn't mentor one kid. Okay, if anybody can name one kid that George Floyd uh, ever mentored or help, tell me. I will I don't know. Oh, okay, yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> just, what did he do? Okay, we get killed every day, and the way he got killed was a tragedy. Right. But what did he do to garner this kind of national attention and make it seem like he's the hero of the African American community? Uh, they got it like this man was bigger than Martin Luther King. And what I love was the picture. The picture that they had on the stage of him, you know, like you have a memorial of a picture. They have a picture of him with two heavenly wings, a halo, dressed like he was on his way to a constant crip fucking did, gang route. Hey, hey, Lee, did you see the did you see the picture that they had? It looked like um uh, uh what's his name? Ferry. Uh, uh what's his name's name? Um Lee. Still there? I'm, I'm looking. Fairy, 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 or fairy. The, the guy who does the surf pictures. He did Obama's picture. Oh, Shepard Fairy? Shepherd, it looked like a Shepard Fairy picture of this guy. What I'm looking at like is looks like the stained glass I used to see in church with the Greek saints. <laughs> the one with the halo? 
Yeah, but every pitch, every pitch you see of this guy, he looks like he's on his way to go rob a fucking bank. But, but you know, look, sometimes the symbol is more important than what's what's actual. And do you think he just symbolizes, you know, the? I, I mean, I don't know, but you know, not to cut you off, that is the way I have been looking at it. From the from 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 the jump, now, not that is about George Floyd, George Floyd the man, but yes, it is a it, it, his name is associated with a symbolic thing that happened that was terrible, but it's been happening to black people ever since I can remember. I'm 57 years old, so yeah, I remember, you know, uh, you know the 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 late 60s and, you yeah. know, and then down to Roddy King yeah. and all that. Yeah, it's, it's, it, yeah. no, his name is associated with a problem, a major problem okay. that black folks have suffered, you know, uh, post-slavery and beyond. But my point now is, okay, let us talk about the symbol. Let's have a national conversation. Let us be agents to change. But... Okay. Well, I guess where we're headed, that's where we're headed with it is for I think he was the symbol of enough is enough now. Yeah, like mm-hmm. enough no, is enough. No, no, no. He, yeah, yes, you're right. He's a symbol of enough is enough, but we're not even talking about enough is enough no more. We're talking about the guy himself. This guy and the goddamn thing. Wow. That's my problem. Uh, okay, so I just saw the picture you're talking about with the halo and the wings. What's up with that? Sorry, that I do. I well, do. Look, you know, you know I, I. He's not I, an angel. <laughs> Wait a minute. Wait, y'all know I'm, We don't even know if that's where he's at. That's where he's fucking going. The what? Yeah, we don't even know if now. heaven is where he's going. Yeah. Well, I, I have to say one thing I've I've never liked, and this is black, white, whatever, is when you not vilify, but you you start looking for the kinks in the armor when something bad happens, and you have a symbol of this. You know what? Nobody's perfect. But what happened was atrocious, and it, it's greater than that person. Yes. Right. We agree. And I think that's where we have to focus on this, is that it's greater than George Floyd. And, you know, maybe he wasn't perfect. But you know what? He didn't deserve what he got. No, no. He, didn't, he didn't deserve what he didn't deserve what he got. He did not. I mean, no. That is, not, that, that that is was, not even an argument. No. The that argument was, is the man himself you don't. You don't. Okay. I mean, he don't deserve the the the, the pedestal. He's being. I mean, he deserves respect and mourning because he died. But the pedestal that he's put on when you are practically lumping him in with Martin Luther King and Jesse Jackson or whoever the hell else you want to name as one of my black heroes. Hell no. Nah, I don't know one thing that Negro did. I don't even know the last time he went to the store to buy bread. So no, he ain't one of my heroes. And what was so I mean, y'all making him look like that as a black man? I got a big problem with that. Okay. Well, told you he was going to argue with you. <laughs> not going to get an argument from us three. Okay, I'm going to calm down. Let's talk about this notion for a minute. Martin Luther King is not a black hero. Martin Luther King is a hero. That's right. Right. He, he is. Well, he is that is that is well said. No, that is very good. Martin Luther King is one of my absolutely my favorite figures in American history and in history, human history. So he, he is he's a human 
hero. So I, I will, I'll, I'll take that from you. He's, he's on great. our card now. Oh, <laughs> he's on our card. You know, now. we got, we got a. We, yeah. he, he's a human. He, he is just a, a tribute to humanity. Yes, he is. Yes. Okay. Now that this is other thing that is part of the national discussion now, and I'm, I'm not yelling anymore. I'm being real calm when I say this, even though I want to yell to the tips feeling is talking about defunding and dismantling the police. Are you, out of, one. Okay. are you out of your goddamn mind? Yes, yes. America okay. is out of their mind right now. Yep. So Whose idea was this? Cut back or dismantle the police. Let us, just re- let us just enact the movie The Purge. Let's start tonight. Because that's all that's going to happen. Wow. <sighs> you cannot oh. defund you cannot demilitarize, you cannot dismantle, and you cannot take away the resources because you have a handful of cops that did dirty, criminalistic, atrocious things and then take it out on everybody and say, you don't want this, you don't want that, and you don't want the other thing. And now when three demons break into your house and want to tie you up and you get to the phone and you can call 911 and nobody answer to come save your dumb ass because you were part of that movement, you tell me what then. Well, nobody here is calling 911. <laughs> hey, sorry. <laughs> No, no, we'll take it. But you know, it, it's uh, yeah, it's it's a ridiculous thing. Oh, but you're right. Yeah, he's right. hundred percent. And I'm going to go one step further. If you do this, who's going to want to become a police officer? Oh, hell you're no. going to get the worst of what you want. Because look, look when what happened goes, in Baltimore. When this goes down like this, and nobody's going to want to be a police, the, the guy that really wants to go out there and do a good thing, you know, be him black, be him white. The guy that wants to go help his neighborhood, because there, I mean, the majority of police officers, I truly believe, want to go out and help their community. And when you do this, you're going to get the guy that's like looking at an opportunity. Hey, I can get in there and I'm going to do this. Right. Mm. You're going to get the worst of the worst because it's going to be impossible for them to screen and get the best. Because if the ones that you got are good and well, and those fall off, fired, dismantled, or whatever the case may be, they're going to have to fill that spot someplace, and they're going to fill a spot with whatever they can get. And whatever they can get is not what the hell you want. Hey, uh, Casanova, can I make, and tell me what you think of this, because the one thing I was thinking when I heard this deep on the police, I'm like, oh, that's insane. Um, But what if we start looking at a community and you start getting one racially a more a more proportionate amount of officers that represent the community you know if you have a community that's you know hispanic and black and you know whatever maybe the maybe the majority of the police officers should also be of that community you know, I, that's that is racist. not a bad idea, and for several reasons. <laughs> Number one, because if you do that and you make an excellent point, you will get police that can identify with the element in the neighborhood and deal with them better. Right, and, and not, not, not go after trivial things that are really, you know, 
sometimes, you know, what you end up, well, I mean, there are a lot of cases like, you know, like the Freddie Gray case where the, he wasn't doing anything really that was worthy of, of shaking him down like that. And you know what? I think a police officer who's part of that community may be like, well, you know what? We're not going to bother with this one. Right. And, and, and it, it, it will make things move smoothly. And, and, uh, and more to your point, you know, a white cop in a white neighborhood, upper echelon neighborhood, or middle class or wherever, or a black cop in a black neighborhood or ghetto or low-income community, they can better serve and tell you more of what things look like. You know, in other words, the only, if I'm, the only if problem I'm a black, with that is you keep segregation going. Now you're I, segregating I understand, what, I understand, but I think you have to have some representation. Agreed. But well, we all got to work together. 100%. Yeah, but you know what? See, here's here's here's, here's, here's the thing of working together, and I'm telling you from I'm I'm giving it to you from the black perspective. It is difficult for us to set, cry out, work together when in our community, embarrassingly, and this is just true. People are not gonna like it, but the truth is, we don't even know how to work together with each other yet, let alone with somebody else. Now let's talk. You know, wait, wait, you, you know so, I Lee, into Lee, a- hold on, Ace Lee. Do you, you remember our good friend Milton, the Mandate? Yes. Milton said to me one day. He said, "You know," when we were talking, we got into a conversation about this stuff. And he said to me, "He said, you know, the problem in our community." He's a black guy, Ace. And he said to me, "He said the problem is crabbing." I said, "Crabbing." I said, "What's crabbing?" He yeah. goes, "Yeah." He goes, "We we crab." I said, "I don't I don't understand." I thought he was referring to a Maryland thing. He said, no, he said, as, as one of our brothers rises up, we grab him and we pull him back down. We don't want to see him go up. Is that true, Ace? Well, let me tell you, I just learned something about this recently, and it really blew my mind. It is not a matter of, look, I'm, 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 I'm going to say, say, yes, you're exactly right. Well, this is what I learned about crabs. Crabs, in their essence, don't pull each other down because they're trying to pull each other down. They're latching onto each other to try to get leverage to get up out the barrel. Mm. Okay. Now, when it comes down to the black community, yes, we do have a history of a crab mentality in the sense of what you think of what you, you come to learn what that meant. I'll give you an example. And my mother told me this a long time ago, and I'll never forget it. And this was 47 or 50 years ago. If a black man has a store in a black community, and this is true to today, the black people in that community will look at each other and say, I'm not going over there to shop because I'm not helping that Negro buy no damn Cadillac. But they will patronize the Koreans. Jews and other businesses just as fast as you can blink an eye. And the reason why those Koreans and Jewish businesses are successful, because they all pull their wealth, they all get together, and they don't have that crab mentality. And we wonder why when we wake up in the morning, why we don't have nothing, or why we don't have what we think we should have. It's all a mindset. Change your way of thinking, Black America, and you will see change. 
and you won't have to wait for somebody to give it to you. It's going to be automatic. You got to change yourself before you can expect anybody to make change for you. That's what I'm saying. I have to say, and I don't know this is going to sound, how it's going to sound, but I look at the black culture and I look at people that have given us some of the best of our culture. Yeah. I mean, I'm talking music, film, you know, science. You, you, they have given us some of the best things we have in this culture. And why aren't you running the place? Well, first of all, the, the, the answer to why you ain't running the place is because uh, <laughs> white America's not going to let you run. <laughs> now, there's the well, ace I that get, I know I of. <laughs> I, I get that. I get it. But I got to tell you, I look at some of the beauty that comes out. It, it, it's just, to me, it's, it, it is so hard to understand the dichotomy of what's going on today. When I look at, like, you know, I, I just and and special place in my heart for her. But Alicia Keys, I look at one of the most beautiful people in the world. Mm-hmm. Like as far as the soul and what she gives and how she feels about the world, and like why we have this. Uh, you know, I mean the, I mean, and and look, it it's been a tough road. You know, for black musicians, black, sure. you know, you know everything, but. God, you've given us so much. Let's, but can't we get past this? Yeah. I don't. Well, I just don't you know. No, you know the, the the sad truth is, and I, I I resigned myself a long time ago. The utopia that I thought that I would see when I was a little boy, by the time it got to be the year two thousand, let alone twenty twenty, I resigned. You know, I guess maybe in the last few years. I'm just not going to see it in my lifetime. I mean, I'm just, you know, I'm just being real with myself. Let's not think that way. Well, no. I mean, you know, I would like to not think that way. But the reason why I say that, and I say it sadly almost with a tear in my eye, is because we're not headed in that direction even today. I agree with Which you. Which we should have been going backwards. Wait, wait, we're going do, do backwards. You, I, I was going to say, Ace, do you think you've ever seen progress being made in the right direction at any point? I have not. No. That's too bad. I would like, I would, I would, I would like, I would like to say certain individuals, I could like, like me, myself, I'm a progressive individual, but I'm progressive because my parents did not raise me to think black, any black, black, black. It's all about black. I am an international person in that I love everybody. You know, uh, God made man and God didn't make men for Egyptians to enslave Israelites, for whites to enslave blacks. And he certainly didn't make it okay for blacks to just be bitter the rest of their lives because of the enslavement that happened 400 years ago. We first got to move. See, black people, the one thing they have to do, they got to move beyond their pain. We haven't learned to do that yet. What is that going to take? I I am with you 100% on that. What is that going to take? How do you get past that? I I, I think Casanova's answered the question without even knowing it. I think it's education and his parents ingrained in him to see. And I, I really believe this is more of a socioeconomic thing than it is racial. I think it's the way it's the way in which 
people are raised and and I it, it sounds simple but as soon as we lost the family unit we lose a lot of it no you got that right I mean you got single mothers out here struggling but bulldog I'm gonna answer your question that you just said yeah. how do we move past it I don't know, but I do know how we don't move past it. We don't move past it with a white cop with his knee and a black man on oh, TV and kill him. You're right. We don't move past you're, it that you're way. You're right. That set us back. There's no question. It's not moving past. And nobody, black, white, yellow, green, anything, nobody agrees with what that guy did. And he's wrong. And he, that single cop set us yeah. back 10 years. Yep. He did set us back. And, and, he, and what a piece years. of shit he is. What an absolute uh, piece you, of shit. That uh, uh, yeah. Horrible. You know, I hope they yeah. release him in general population yeah. when he gets his sentence. Sure, because he's he's gonna get yeah. real justice there. Yeah, and he deserves well, to. I mean, that's uh, a bad guy. Uh, 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 as, 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 as good as that sounds, I want y'all to change our way of thinking because that don't solve anything. And one You're thing right. that I can, and I'm not being religious, Jesus Christ taught us taught us taught you know forgave all of us for everything. So that's one thing that we have got to do in order to move forward, you know, to your point, Bulldog, to answer your question, is we have got to forgive. We've got to forgive the slave masters and the slave owners. And we got to forgive all you know, the white folks that have done us wrong. Okay. we got to forgive each one of us in the community. And most of all, all of us, and I mean all of us around the world, within the sound of our voice, everywhere, we got to learn to forgive ourselves. And until we can do that, we're going to be stuck. Words of wisdom from Casanova. Right yeah, I'd like to move the ball in the right direction. You got, you know, Ace. You got to get your voice out there. You should get on more podcasts and stuff. You're good. Yeah. Well, yeah, you're really that, good, bud. You are. You hey, are good. And you know what? Deep that. See, you're legit. I, I've known him for a really long time, and I knew one of these days he'd come out and do something good. <laughs> our, our world, our world, <laughs> our world, our community needs a voice like you. They do. You know, now now I have a question. If you came out with your voice like that, and, and we will put this out. Oh, yeah, by the way, I'm recording this. I don't know if you knew that. Uh, no, but uh -huh. uh, of course, I'm kidding. If your voice, if, if you go out and speak that way to the, the, the black community, what would they respond? Because I'm watching, I, you, you saw that thing with the, uh, uh, what was her name, Candace Owens. She said stuff and she's getting blambasted. It's like, how do you go forward and talk like that without them calling you an Uncle Tom or whatever else? Well, you see, the, the, the answer to that question is, if you call me an Uncle Tom or you call me whatever it is you call me, then, then you know, look, look at yourself in the mirror right. with all your hate and all your resentment and all your negative feelings. You know, you point one finger at me, there's four fingers pointing at you. And the only reason you pissed off is that you all, you, you, the, the people that get pissed off at the people the most are when they can't say it out loud, but you know that you're telling the truth. Mm. We have all been in a situation where the most vile, you make you the most pissed off thing about a person saying something to you is when you know it's true. Because if it's not, ain't a reason for you to get mad. Yeah, when y'all get out there and y'all turning cars over and y'all snatching white people up and y'all burning shit down everywhere, you look dumb as fuck. Mm, that's true. And you know, and the reason why you get mad is if I say that is because at the end of the day, you know I'm not lying. 
Well, but it's hard to take people seriously when they're doing that. Yeah, exactly. It is. It's really hard to take them seriously. And I think we can get, you know, there, there's a lot of good points. Believe it or not, in, in this little uh, chat we've had, you've made a lot of really good points. You know? Yeah, I think they look dumb. I think they look dumb as hell. And guess what? In case y'all didn't know it, you leaning in Twitter. I'm black. So there you go. <laughs> wait, you're black? Oh, wait, what did you, wait, what did you, wait, what did, what did you call Sip Tortellini? What did you call him? No, it's a tour of Italy guy. Oh, tour, touch of Italy. <laughs> yeah, touch of Italy guy. Uh, it's okay. Touch Bob. of Italy. So I'm, uh, Bob. I'm from the hood in the Bronx, bro. Yeah. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a hood, I'm from the hood in the Bronx. Are you, are you, are you? Yeah, I'm from Arthur Avenue. Uh, okay, I was born at Lincoln Memorial Hospital up there. Okay. I know it well. Yeah. I, so you're originally a New Yorker. He is. That's right. Um, yeah. Where are you now, Captain? Oh, oh, are you in L.A.? I'm in Orlando. I'm in Orlando. I live outside of Chicago in Indiana, but I'm in Orlando now. Okay. Hey, um, because all the looting was done in Chicago, so he figured he'd go down to Orlando and get some good looting down there. Now, for some yeah. reason, I thought you were L.A. for a while. He were was. I was in L.A. almost 20 years. Yeah. You need That's to listen, Lee. For some reason, I think Lee. of you as California. You need to listen yeah. to the uh, Bulldog Unleashed that Ace and I did, to, I, I did on I Ace. I am. I am. It is excellent, man. It is excellent. I'm telling you, his story is great. Great story. So... It's well, an interesting. I appreciate that, man. Oh, it's an awesome. Yeah, Come on, Bull, man. Bulldog was, Bulldog's been touting. He said it was one of the most interesting ones he's done. Yeah. Well, it's crazy because we've known each other for so long, and I learned all. And I never, you never think, you know, our, our buddy Jerry, we were talking about him earlier, Sip, how, you know, when you go to his house and he sits there and he does yeah. that, that thing, all right, we go around the table and tell us about yourself. As, as, yeah. as queer as that sounds, right? It's like, what the fuck? I'm going to sit right. here and, and tell you about my. And you go around that table, and and it's a really interesting thing. I mean, how many times are right. you sitting with people, and you don't know anything about them? Like, we're lucky. We right. know a lot about each other, you know? When Casanova but, comes this way again, we're going to have him come for dinner, I guess, sit at the seat at the table with Jerry. Oh, shit. Don't do that. That's how it all started with me. I invited him for one dinner. 30 years later, I can't get rid of him. Stop it. Don't do that. He keeps coming back. <laughs> <laughs> I think, I think that you worked, it worked out pretty good. That makes a lot of sense. He does. No, listen, th this is the reason, you know, I saw something in Ace when we first met. He was different than everybody else. Because the, the big difference was he doesn't drink, so I needed a designated driver. That's what it was. Oh, that's <laughs> <laughs> No, but, but really, we, we became we became friends. And, and over the years, ups and downs or whatever it is and, and this and that, but there he, he really is a good guy. He is. You know, I appreciate that. Man. Yeah, but you are. Thank you. You know, and and you do make sense. You know, I, I honestly, I always hated uh, when you worked with Man Cow because he made you the role on his show was the angry black man, and I hated the right. fact that Man Cow was using him for that. And I, I even told Man Cow, I said that's not right. Like when you worked with me on my show in St. Martin, we never did that. I never put you nope. in a different place as anybody else. He did. He did. He, he he was. It wasn't right. You can't treat people well, that way and expect them to. Man, Cal did the only thing he knows how to do, and I mean, you know, it's like you told me a, a few months ago. Eleven don't change the spot. I mean, I reached out to him, and 
you know, whatever, whatever went wrong with, uh, with, with when I was with him, he brought it up like it was fucking yesterday. That's what he that, that, yeah. That's the whole. Yeah. That's the whole point of what I'm saying. You know, move on. Right. Move on. Right. Yep. And, and, and that goes everything. Move on. Let's move on. Actually, we all got to move he, on. He, 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 can, he can talk about me to live long day, but he ain't no damn angel in the whole situation with me and a whole bunch of other people his damn self. And he don't want his skeletons coming out the closet. Trust me on that. Oh, no. If, if his skeletons came <laughs> Nobody out... Does. It, Nobody it, does. that. <laughs> if, his, if his skeletons came out of the closet, it would look like a Halloween party. Trust me. Oh, man. Who you tell what it? did he do? What did he do, Cash? So let me know. Nobody's listening. Nah, nah, nah. I ain't I in my place to empty nah, with dirty nah. laundry. I'm just making a point. This is just between us. Go ahead. Say no, no, it's not just between us. No. And, and, and you know, always a stand-up guy. Yeah, he's good. He's a stand-up guy. He ain't no rat. Nope. End of story. Oh, Sip, you got to listen to the podcast and find out how he did for what he did time for. Ace did, oh, yeah. Ace, Ace did some time. Don't tell him, Ace. Let him listen to it. They got to listen because it's a great well, story. I'm going to listen. Yeah. It's I got to drive to Wilmington tomorrow. Perfect. I'm going to listen to that in the car. It's it's worth the listen. It is. For sure. All right. Hey, 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 I, don't don't hey. you normally live in Philadelphia? What's that? Aren't you originally from Philadelphia? I mean, I know you're no, no, I'm originally from New York. New York. But you're in Florida for good now? No, I'm not flying on vacation. I got tired of being home. Oh, but oh, so where do you live in New York or Philly? I live in I live on, I live in Indiana now. Oh, Indiana. Where in Indiana? Uh, Gary, Indiana, right outside Chicago. Yeah, I know where it is. <laughs> I believe Mr. Jackson is from there. The home of Michael Jackson. You got it. That's it. Awesome. I've been there. Um, I've been through Gary, Indiana, many a times. I think it was a song too. Gary, Gary Indiana, Indiana. <laughs> <Gary>. <laughs> That's what I remember. Gary Indiana. Yeah, there was a song. That's all I can think of. I got. I got to go on something comedic. Okay. Do you have you ever seen Be Cool? It was the sequel to Get Shorty with John. Yes, Paul. I have. Uh-huh. Yeah, Cedric the Entertainer when he does when he does the monologue. Have you heard this? No. Black Black Culture. No. I, think we, I think we should. I think we should end on this because it is truly great. It's one of the best monologues I've ever heard. From from what show? It's be cool. Be cool. It's a movie with uh, John Travolta. John Travolta, yeah, right. And he does this thing where the guy calls him, you know, a racial name, and he goes, "What?" And he goes, "From the people that brought you." And he lists all the it's just one of the best monologues I've ever heard. I think he I got it. I, I think like, I got it right here. Like, Hold on. He's like a lawyer from Harvard. I mean, he he himself is a lawyer from Harvard in the movie. It's it's great. Hold on. You got it? Son of a bitch. Oh, maybe that's not it. Set me up. No, that's not the one. I was I was, I was so, okay. Yeah. Uh, now the uh, the Touch of Italy. That's 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 a restaurant, right? Oh yeah, excellent. Yes. The best. All right, name five things that are on the menu. Chicken Parmesan, uh, eggplant rollatini, uh, caprese salad, pizza salad, rajol. Pizza. Hey, thank you. <laughs> what about a good Caesar salad? You got a good Caesar? Caesar. Good Caesar Caesar's good. Five, so I, 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 I did what you said. 
Yeah. All right. Uh, it, it's so it's excellent. Walking to the place and got a crowd pleaser. Start my meal with an excellent Caesar. Then the Caesar, I get bold and then I gotta go get me some yeah, bridge over the bridge over. Well, yes, I say, oh yo yo, that's the kind of thing they ate on the Sopranos now. What I gotta do, oh yes, on, I gotta get me some ravazon lasagna. Oh yes, and chicken parmesan. And now my meal is time to get on. I mean, yes, yes. Oh, I am ready. Do so I want routine? No, I want spaghetti. I want all of it in the place to be. And that's what I go to touch of Italy. <laughs> wow. <laughs> that was awesome. Thank you, man. That was awesome. Do I have permission to put that up? <laughs> we'll make you a good one. Uh, 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 let's not get ahead of ourselves. No, go ahead. I'm just talking. Casanova Ace, so Big much. Sip, the lead podcast this is a good one gentlemen lee that was fun that was awesome, that was awesome. ace i'll talk to you hey, you, want, hey, you, want end, you want to end on this clip sure go ahead what'd you get what clip hello here yeah oh, i'm here we're listening i can't hear anything can't hear it no I'll find it later, Lee. Everybody will have to look for it. All right. That's it. That's the Lee podcast for today. It's going to be up there in a couple minutes. It's a good one. Thanks, guys. Talk to y'all. See ya. All right, y'all. Bye.